part of the Press Play Podcast Network. is interesting in a history of Superman. Some of you who are listening to this episode may have listened to a previous episode of Digging for Kryptonite where host Anthony Desiato and I discussed the Superman serials, but I thought, you know, I'd break down them a little bit more than what we discussed. Um, it is a little bit harder to, to, to do this because they're not available to everybody. It's not like I can say, hey, go go hop on a streamer and you know watch these now, thanks to the absence of DC Universe and yes as I said before I do miss DC Universe compared to it just being on HBO Max um, HBO Max just has not incorporated all the past content that I wish it had but we're going to talk a little bit about the 1948 Columbia serial Superman serials now if you're not sure where basically chapters there's 15 chapters it was like supposed to make one kind of giant movie but they were like 15 to 20 minute episode chapters that would play on a newsreel, basically, when you go to the movies. You would uh, go to the movies, pay your ticket, and you would see like your news, you'd see a couple serials, some cartoons, and whatever the feature is. And that's how these played out. Um, and what's interesting is looking at the historical context of this is 1948 is Superman with Kirk Allen and Noel Neal, the movie serial. 1950 is the sequel, which would be Superman vs. Adam Man. And the 1951 is the feature film, which I had reviewed before, um, Superman and the Mole Men, which then launches into 1952, the Superman television series. So, not a bad time to be a Superman fan, um, as you're getting... Basically, almost back to back to back, um, Superman properties being released. Um, not bad for that time if you think about it in the stretch of just how things come and go. And then you think, you know, you lost Superman from the 1956, I want to say it was, or 58. I could be wrong. I have to look that up of when the adventures of Superman ended to almost a 20 year gap until we got Superman the movie. But enough with all that. Superman the Serial, um, the first chapter starts out very interesting. We get a narrator telling us about Krypton and Jor-El. Chapter 1, Superman Comes to Earth, which we've covered before on the podcast uh, during pilot season a couple years back, but I'll re talk about it here. We meet Jor-El in the first lore, and they have the baby, and Jor-El goes to the council. That has a wonderful use of animation blending in what happened and to Krypton showing the explosion, showing the um, world that was built for um, the hero that we would know as Superman and really 
laying the groundwork, uh, my favorite was just the fact that there was a volcano for um, uh, Krypton, which was cool to see just the explosions as the planet. And it hits all the correct beats that we need for the idea of Jarrell goes to the council, presents his, his findings, his plan, what happened, and tells them, hey, the planet's going to explode. And they don't listen. Um, Rodan, I think, was one of them, which is funny because it's very similar to um, what, do you, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Rodan, which is a Godzilla villain. And if you remember, Solomon is a huge Godzilla fan and lover of all things Godzilla. Jarrell launches his baby to Earth. And there's a lot of similar beats to this as there is in the pilot for the Adventures of Superman. Which is a fun comparison to do sometime. But he is to, he is found by Eben and Sarah Kent. They take him home. And they name him Clark. Once again, we still have the narrator kind of telling us the story. And then we get three kind of scenes of a young Clark. We see young Clark uh, as a child. I would say maybe a little older than a toddler. Maybe about five. For. It's a hard barometer because my daughter's five, but she acts like she's eight, and Solomon's seven, and you would almost think he's ten. Um, so it's a hard barometer for me to look at my kids and try to adjust these ages. But he's pulling a cow, like a, a mule cart, on the farm, and then we get Clark as I'd say about twelve, thirteen, and yeah, probably about ten or twelve. Um, so we'll go with eleven as a median. Uh, Sarah loses her watch in the hay and Clark goes in and finds it using his x-ray vision and one thing that's always fun with these serials is just remembering what power Superman had and didn't have at the time and the last kind of flashback is Clark now as a teenager outside and we learn that there is a twister on the way and he goes to save Pa who's out there and he gets electrocuted from some fallen electric wires but he's okay and then we jump where the narrative later as man and we have this you know sarah and her dress down even in his overalls where he's a farmer and then clark sitting there now kirk allen in a full suit glasses reading a book and they come in, they have a conversation about power and responsibility, very pre-Uncle Ben. And uh, Sarah presents him with his uniform suit. And they have kind of, well, I wear this when I do things to help people. And uh, even says, you know, but you'll be some type of a Superman. And, and then there's like this hard cut of Clark walking outside in the same suit. We're carrying a, a briefcase and the narrator is what makes it humorous is he says shortly after that his foster parents passed away and Clark moved to the city <laughs> and it was just kind of funny because you know had you not had that dialogue you'd almost think that after getting the suit from uh, Eben and Sarah he was just going to head out um, and then we have we get a cutaway of Lois and Jimmy on the train and we see the train track has been damaged, and it's funny because I put, oh, there's either there's either palm trees in Kansas or Metropolis, uh, but we have Clark at the train station, and he uses his vision and sees ahead on the track, and he runs behind a bush, 
changes his clothes and pops out as Superman. And that cuts. And each serial ends with uh, like a crashing gong-esque sound. And then it's like, will Superman do this? To, you know, come back to this theater next week. And every uh, serial ends on a cliffhangering beat. So that you come back next week and see what happened. But this that's how this one ends. We get him in the costume of Superman, and that's it. So, chapter two. Depths of the Earth. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, Noel Neal is a blessing as Lois. And it's worth watching the serials just for her performance and then later her in the George Reeves show. But Superman runs ahead, straightens, er, straightens the track, then quickly changes back to Clark, um, shows up in Metropolis, and gets in a cab, and the cab's like, where do you want to go? He's like, I don't know, take me to a newspaper. Cabby's like, well, the Daily Planet is the biggest one out. All right, take me there. Takes char, char, little chark, takes Clark to the Daily Planet, and um, we uh, have basically him going to Perry's office, demanding a story. Uh, you know, he wants a job. Perry's like, oh, give me this story. There's been a mining incident, and people are stuck. Jimmy and Lois are there, but can't, you know, get in. So we get our first Superman flying scene of Clark changing, and they had to use animation, like hand-drawn animation for the flying. Um, and Clark takes off. He gets there, um, and basically there's been a cave-in. And they're discussing, like, well, what's happened? Well, there's a cave-in, and we find out that one of the people told Lois about a, a back access point into the mine. And Lois went down and had the cave-in. Clark uses his X-ray vision, identifies Lois, and boom, that's the end of the chapter. It leaves us on the cliffhanger of what will happen to Lois? Will she be left? Will Superman save the day? Come back to this theater next week. <laughs> so you, you'll see the repetitive nature of the beats of the story. Now, chapter three, Superman in the Mind, starts out immediately picking up where the last one ended, which makes me question about the production style of how they did these serials. And it's Superman saving Lois. Clark gets the scoop, beats them to the story. They're back in Perry's office. Uh, Lois is upset. Clark gets a job. Perry has this great line where Lois and Jimmy pop in and they're yelling about the story, who got the scoop, and um, Perry goes, uh, you know, Clark Kent, new reporter, and and Clark goes, what about that job? And Perry's like, you've been on the payroll for hours, Kent, and it's just kind of, it's hilarious because you're like, yeah, like, he just, it's that old newspaper, yeah, see, kind of talk, gangster um, aesthetic that you hear, and it's a, it's a good time. Uh, <clears throat> now he tells Lois to fix Clark up with the desk Lois is a reporter and there is also a secretary turn the page here of the notes now what's funny is we get the um, a scene of the gangster shooting bullets 
And we start to get this type of scene almost in every episode of gangsters shooting bullets, bouncing off Clark. And we have this kind of almost montage that Superman is doing things because we have all these newspaper headlines of Man of Tomorrow, Man of Steel. Uh, and it's very interesting because we're, you know, we're, we're in the third chapter. And... In the third chapter, we're introduced to a meteorite that fell that Clark goes to figure out and see a professor leads, and he opens it, and Clark passes out. And leads immediately thinks Clark's dead. And that ends chapter three. And what's the tagline? Come back to this theater next week. Chapter four is called Man of Steel. This picks up immediately after where Professor... Leeds, Dr. Leeds closes the box the radiation from the kryptonite's gone Clark gets back up and the humorous part is Clark gets back up and goes alright, open it back up and Leeds looks like what? he opens it, Clark falls back down <laughs> Leeds covers it and Clark, just as I suspected I'm going to tell you something and he says turn off the light and Clark goes in the corner and you have this kind of very slow transition as Clark changes um his clothes and it's like alright turn the light back on and now he's Superman and we're introduced to the spider lady the spider lady is our villain for the series now what's funny is in this um, Lois thinks Clark is holding out on her and that uh, Kent um, is trying to always scoop her now Hijinks, up, hijinks occur, which is a common thread because sometimes you're not really sure how the characters went from point A to point B because Lois is kidnapped by the spider lady, by some men in suits, and that's going to happen a lot. And she's strung off on these electric webs. And the spider lady starts to electrocute Lois with these webs. And that's the end of chapter four. Chapter five picks up. It's called A Job for Superman. Chapter five, five starts with Lois falls down. She's not dead. Okay? It's very important. And Superman comes. He stops the car, stops some gun, gunshots. We get the great shots of him. Um, we get the, the, you know, the every shot of Superman getting gunshot. Saves Lois. Spider Lady turns Big Lady somehow knows the weakness, has predicted it, has a piece of kryptonite. Lois goes to see Leeds. She gets in a car crash. Um, Superman then s shows up, stops the car from catching fire, gets Lois, and they steal the kryptonite. That's the end of that chapter. Now, I do want to say what's interesting about Noel Neal, just her pedigree in the world of Superman. She's in the serials. She then later appears in the Adventures of Superman, seasons two through six. She would later be in Superman the movie as Lois Lane's mom. She also appears in Superman Returns and then appears in an episode of Superboy, season four, episode six. So that ends this discussion. Like, 
um, just a short little conversation about the first five chapters of the serials. Sometimes there's a lot to discuss, sometimes there isn't, and that's kind of the nature of these serials. Um, you would think they would be like a streamer where you could binge them. No, you can't, because there's a lot of puff and repetitiveness that keeps the stalling the story from moving. It's not, it, and it's not like broke down in melodrama where you would think like, oh, there's character development because there's really not. Um, but we'll get there. So, good listeners, thank you, and remember. Remember to check out Krypton Report on all social media platforms. Go to linktree.com slash Krypton Report. you find all of our information right there. And if you want to keep Krypton from exploding, join our $1 a month Patreon. That's right. For $1 a month, you'll get extra special content that you don't get on the main show, like movie commentaries and whatever else comes out of our mouths. So check it out, patreon.com slash Krypton Report. If you are like Tyler and James and can't get enough super talk, check out these other podcasts. Digging for Kryptonite, Supergirl Radio, The Last Sons of Krypton, The Superboy Legacy Podcast, All-Star Superfans, Superman the Animated Podcast, The Aspiring Kryptonians, Always Hold On to Smallville, Caped Wonder, The Geek of Steel, and Truth, Justice, and Hope podcast. Hey, we're going to press pause and hear a few words from our other podcast on Press Play Podcast Network. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. Here's how Books with Brooks works. We read one book a month and then we talk about it. Classics like Stephen King's The Shining, debut novels like We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, and tons of other compelling, life-changing stories, one book and one month at a time. So come read along with us and then listen in.